It was two years ago that I made a decision, and it slightly felt like I was making that decision on a whim, but actually it was a long time coming. It was 27 years coming, and do not do the math on that. And I decided that I no longer wanted to have a place for alcohol in my life. And to be honest, at the time, I didn't know if it was for life or for how long, but I just felt like it was time to put the glass of wine down and to choose sobriety and to see where God was going to take this. Now, I know that you usually come here to this podcast for information and topics related to homeschool, but I feel like this is the time to tell a little bit of this part of my story. I've shared a lot about myself and my family and homeschooling and little bits here and there on this podcast, but I just feel like now is the time. To be honest, after one year, I was like, maybe it is, and then I just, I really felt like, no, it's not quite, not quite the time. I'm not there yet. But here we are two years later, and I want to share with you my journey, my decision to put an end to any type of drinking alcohol. And like I said, I didn't know how long it was going to last, and here I am two years later. So stick with me here, friends. I hope that this encourages you in a really good way and gives you a little bit more insight and um, just understanding. And maybe, just maybe, the reason I'm recording this episode right now in January of 2024 is because this is what you need to hear, maybe for yourself, or maybe it's something you need to hear to be able to walk alongside someone that you love as well and want to be able to encourage them, or even just to be able to see another person's point of view. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Can I be honest and tell you that I'm a little bit nervous about recording this podcast episode? I have started and deleted what I have said numerous times. And this is the take. This is the one that's going to stick. And I'm just going to go with it here. So again, not my normal topic. And it's not going to be the normal format either. I'm just going to share from my heart, my journey, and just know that this is not meant to judge anyone. I just feel really strongly about sharing this and giving you a little bit of insight into my life. Again, maybe this is something that is an area of struggle or concern or not at all for you, or maybe it is so that you can see things from a different point of view. So when it comes to drinking and alcohol, it is not a, it doesn't determine our salvation. We know what the Bible says. Uh, The Bible talks about not drinking to drunkenness and We each need to follow the convictions and the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And to be honest, like I mentioned earlier, I didn't have that conviction against drinking any type of alcohol for 27 years. Yep, that would have made me just fairly new into college when I picked up my first drink. And it wasn't until two years ago 
And that at that point, I was like, you know, I don't know that alcohol is for me anymore. So on my birthday in January 2022, I was halfway through a glass of wine because that's what I did on my birthdays. I enjoyed a few glasses of wine. I wasn't stammering around and struggling and having a hard time speaking. It was nothing like that. It was just a couple of glasses of wine just to enjoy my birthday because I deserved it because it was my birthday and it was a way of treating myself. And again, not that this is saying that that is wrong or it is right. It had always been a part of my birthday celebration and I didn't have a problem with it. It wasn't until that January of 2022 that I just suddenly felt strongly that this was going to be my last glass of wine. And guess what? I actually didn't even finish that glass of wine. And it was because I just didn't want to. I put it down and I just didn't even finish it. Later on, dumped it down the drain. And it began the process of me wrestling with why did I drink alcohol? It was something that unfortunately I picked up in college because of the crowd that I hung out with. I ended up transferring colleges and ended up then seeking out the crowd that this included in their lifestyle. And even though the amount and the frequency of alcohol consumption to myself in my 30s and 40s was drastically different than it was when I was younger, praise the Lord for that, it just something just shifted within me. And I started to realize that I was using alcohol as a way to walk me through certain situations. I realized that I was dependent upon alcohol for stress relief, for a way of comfort, instead of leaning upon God to comfort me and to walk me through stressful situations. And this told me, when I began to think about that, I realized I wasn't trusting God enough. I realized that those days that were just long with the kids at home and it would get to be dinner time and I would be cooking dinner and I would say to myself, you can have a glass of wine while you're cooking dinner. There's no outings. There's no practices. There's nothing to get to tonight. So go ahead. So I was relying upon the alcohol to desensitize me, to relax me, to make me less anxious, to make me less stressed, to help me just to maybe kind of chill out a little bit and to relax a little bit instead of relying upon God to be able to meet my needs and to be able to calm me down and to walk me through that stress and through that anxiety. And I wasn't allowing him to renew my mind. Instead, I was allowing alcohol to numb my mind. And all that told me that I wasn't trusting God enough. Then there were some practical reasons. Now, even though I didn't get drunk, I realized that I didn't want to say anything that I shouldn't say around my kids or for them to even think of me under the influence anymore because I'm sure that they saw me maybe slightly under the influence when your tongue just gets a little bit more loose and you laugh a little bit louder and you maybe say a couple of things that you shouldn't say. And I realized that I was, I actually was slightly a little bit embarrassed probably by maybe some of the things that I said. And I realized I didn't want that anymore. My children were getting to be, they were all teens, young adults, and I realized that I just wanted a different memory of myself in their minds. There's also the practical reason that I've started to think, wow, okay, I've got teenagers and young adults, and they are out and about, they are driving. What if 
something happened. What if they got into an accident and I was at home and I had had a couple of glasses of wine because I had a very strict no drinking and driving rule. It was very strict. If my husband and I would go out for dinner or dessert and some drinks, one of us would have a drink or two and the other one would not. I had a rule that to drive, you had to be completely sober. There's not even one sip of alcohol. So even though maybe the law might allow for a little bit, my decision was for our family is like, no, that's, that doesn't, that's not going to cut it at all. So I'm thinking to myself that even if I had one glass of wine and my child called me that they were in a car accident or even worse, they were in the hospital, something had happened. And here I was at home having a glass of wine or two or three and realizing that I couldn't get into the car and get to them. And even if I did, even if not that I drove, but someone else drove me or my husband drove me and we got there, how would I be able to make sound decisions and judgment if I had had some wine, if I had had some alcohol within me? I wasn't going to be thinking from a very clear place within my brain. And so I realized that it was actually probably a danger for my kids to be out and about and to, for them to be driving perfectly fine, but for me to be at home and not be able to get to them or to be able to help them through something because they were out driving. I also didn't like how I would end up wasting an evening. Even if I, say, drank a couple of glasses of wine one or two times a month, I would completely lose that evening. So I would be making dinner, grab a glass of wine, and then realize that before I knew it, you know, dinner was done, kind of cleaned up, and I did nothing productive that evening because my mind wasn't clear and wasn't focused. And I realized, what could I do with those couple of times a month? Wasn't there something that I could do better with my time? So I set for myself a goal of one year, and that was two years ago. And I didn't know if I would ever drink alcohol again. I still don't know. I don't have this line because I do not feel that it was some type of dependence that I'm saying I have to draw a line in the sand and say that, no, I have an addiction and I have to definitely tell myself that, no, I can't just have one glass because one glass turns into a lot of things. So I decided that, you know, that wasn't an issue. That wasn't what it was. And so I didn't quite know. I just said to myself, you know what? What if you gave it a year? And then let's come back and let's reevaluate and see what kind of decision you want to make at that point. And so I still don't know. Two years in, will I ever have a drink of alcohol? I don't know. I just know as of right now, I'm still like, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good without it. So, but I wanted to prove to myself with that one year that I could do this with God's help, and that he is bigger than alcohol. And I'm going to tell you right now and admit to you that the first six months were very hard because it was just a part of some of my habits. Again, not every day, but it was a part of my habits in a couple times a month. Or it would be when things would come up, say, like July 4th, there'd be a celebration and people are having alcohol. It just, it was attached to different activities and different times of the year. And those first six months were very hard. What I found that got me through that was that whenever I wanted a glass of wine, I would stop and I would pray. And I had to push myself to push past 
that desire. But you know what? That desire only lasted a few minutes. I could have easily gone downstairs to my basement, grabbed out a bottle of wine. At one point, I was like, we have to get all of these out of the house. And at other points, maybe I would buy some wine, would be for cooking, or someone would come over and bring some. And I started to realize that I was stronger than that. It was okay for it to be in my house. I didn't have that desire. But in the beginning, those first six months were really hard. And I always told myself that the next morning, I would not regret abstaining. And guess what? I didn't. I never regretted saying no. And I decided that I wanted less regrets in my life. And therefore, this was one of them. And it was worth sticking to it and worth abstaining, knowing that that desire would pass within a few minutes and knowing that the next day I would be proud of myself. Now, I had tried quitting other times and putting aside alcohol besides when I was pregnant. I definitely did not drink then, but it never lasted more than a few months because it wasn't under a strong conviction. It was just like, I shouldn't do this anymore. And so I would stop and then something would come up and I would just start again. I just didn't have that foundation. I didn't have these desire, these desires for something better or something more for my life. I found that I was always, we'll say, quote unquote, proud of myself the next day. I'd say, you did it. You pushed past in those first six months. And I began filling my time with better things to do. I actually started podcasting a few weeks afterwards, and it was one of the best things because it filled up my time with some really good things. And I had a lot of goals and I had a lot of things that I needed to do when it came to the podcast. And so I began to just fill my time with just better things. Now, once I hit that six months, I was like, girlfriend, you are not, because I was like, well, maybe I could stop now. And I was like, no, you made it six months. Let's get to a year. I know that I can do it. So when I hit one year, I really wasn't sure if, is this like a never thing? I'm not ever going to drink alcohol. And I haven't decided, like I said earlier, I'm not quite sure. And I'm okay with that. My resolve has grown stronger and I find that I'm stronger now and it's not much of a temptation at all. A little after one year, I realized that my desire to drink was pretty much gone. I had spent that time during that past year that I would have had having a couple glasses of wine, maybe watching a movie or whatever it was, whether it was with friends or at home. I just found that I found much better ways to spend my time. I felt much better about how I was spending my time. To be honest, now that I'm two years in, it's not really a thought right now. I still sometimes have those little bit of trigger moments of at Christmas time and with family and everybody's just having, you know, a holly jolly time. And there's a couple bottles of wine. I could easily just walk over and grab a glass of wine. And I decided I'm good. I don't need that. It's okay. I can hang out without having it. And again, the next day, I'm proud of myself for saying no, knowing that it didn't make my time any better or worse. It just, it it was good. It was a good Christmas time. And it wouldn't have necessarily had to been better if I was drinking. And here we are now with my kids. I, we could definitely, James and I could both have a couple of drinks. We have some designated drivers. But still, it's just those those convictions just, I'm good. I don't need that. I'll just have some punch or some water. <laughs> and so here I am two years later, and I find that it's much easier to just simply say, no, thank you, if someone offers me a drink. It's not really a thought in my mind. I know that it's okay. I know that it's not 
going to be wrong. It's not, again, an issue of salvation if I have a glass of wine. But I feel that the Holy Spirit has convicted me to abstain for right now. And I feel like if I don't abstain right now, that I'm that I'm being disobedient. And I don't want to be disobedient. And I have seen all of the benefits of not drinking and how it has helped me and given me clarity of thought and given me a lot of time back into my life. One thing that I had heard recently and really stuck with me is... It was on, I think it was a DJ on the radio, and sometimes they talk a lot of blah, 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 blah kind of stuff, and I was like, but this one stuck out to me, and she said something about giving up certain things and, and just saying, is this, whatever it is, is this blank serving me any longer? So is this alcohol, is drinking alcohol serving me any longer? Now, honestly, alcohol probably never serves us very well. But I never felt like I was against it. I was okay with drinking alcohol. I was okay with other people drinking alcohol. And I'm still okay with other people drinking alcohol. Throughout my life, I have friends, even now, that drink and some that have never had one sip of alcohol. And we've always been friends. It's not something that has gotten in the way. But I started to think about the fact that alcohol probably never really served me very well. It was just a part of my life. But I realized it's not serving me. And so therefore, it has to go and it's been okay. And I realized that alcohol was probably holding me back from clarity of thought, from my body being stronger, from my mind being stronger, from holding me back, I guess, from doing other things, doing things like this podcast. So here I am in the evening. It is later in the evening and I'm sitting here in my pajamas and If I was to have had a glass of wine earlier today, I would not be doing this. Obviously, I wouldn't be recording this exact podcast episode, but it's just given me a lot of time and I have really filled it with some really good things. And again, I just kind of wanted to share this because it just was on my heart. Maybe it's something that resonates with you or it's something that will help you to be able to connect with someone else within your life. But just know that this isn't me judging anybody. This isn't me calling anybody a sinner or anything like that. For me, alcohol was a part of my life for 27 years. And then just suddenly, it wasn't. And it's not right now. And that doesn't mean that someday I won't pick up a mixed drink or a glass of wine and be okay with it. I just know for right now, in this season of my life, It is not serving me, and there are just so many other things that I would rather do. And one of those things is really working on my health and my physical fitness, we'll say, which I have an episode coming up about that possibly in a few weeks just to share a little bit more with you because I have shared on Instagram different videos and uh, different things that I've been doing and pictures of my new latest heavier dumbbells and I've gotten a lot of questions. And so I think that the removal of alcohol has been able to help me to work on my physical fitness as well and to feel um, better and stronger about all the abilities that I actually do have. And so that's kind of been a fun other way for me to be able to fill up my time with some good stuff. So friend, I thank you for giving me a little bit of grace today with this podcast episode and with this topic. I promise to be back uh, here on the podcast on Thursday with a specific episode, obviously all about homeschool, because I love talking about homeschool. But again, I thank you for this grace. And 
if you have any questions or you want to reach out and you want to talk to me about this, please definitely do. You can send me an email or you can send me a message through Instagram or Facebook. All of the links for all of the things and ways to be able to connect with me is in the show notes. And I would love to be able to hear from you and to encourage you if this is an area that you are struggling with or you are just a little bit more curious about. Have a good day, friend. And I will be back here on the podcast with a very specific homeschool episode in a couple more days. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.